welcome, welcome, welcome to the first installment of the Hot Podcast. Makai, why are you trying not to laugh? Anyway, do it again, I am... do it again, bro. Sorry. Why? Oh, you don't got to do it again. I'm just... I'm just going right. to keep going. All right, we're... I'm here with my illustrious podcast co-hosts, Makaya and Mel. Like we said in the introduction, his name is Mel. You might hear us call him Trey, but he's Mel. Um, so before we hop into the topic introduction, you know, it's Monday. How how are y'all feeling about this week? How was your weekend? Um, my weekend has um been going by very quick. Um, you know, weekends go by very fast. Have, the weeks have been going by very fast. Trying to figure out how tomorrow is the start of February already. And it's year Damn, that's true. Um, Happy Chinese New Year. You know, taking it day by day. Yeah. How about you, Makai? Um, the weekend was straight. Kind of asked because I had to move back on campus. Um, but it's okay because being here is better. It's the transition. I just really hate moving in and out. I'm learning because now that I'm here, I'm fine. Um, yeah. So my weekend was cheese. I relaxed a little bit and stuff. And um. Today was cool, extremely productive. I have been on the go since literally 12 hours ago. Um, <laughs> it's 8.14 p.m. I woke up at 8.15. So been going for a really long time today. This is my last, this is not my last thing to do, actually. But um, we out here. We in the chat. Well, my weekend... My weekend was okay. Um, we live in an area that got some snow, and so naturally we were in the house because of it. And I got to admit, sometimes it is very hard to just be in the house when you want to be out and about doing things. And because my week is spent in the house or at the office, I like to get out the house and do stuff. So it was a little hard being in the house this weekend, but nonetheless, it was good. Um, Sunday was weird because you had left, but. Otherwise, it was good. It was good. Aww. Yeah. My guy left. I ain't really go nowhere for real. I'm still there. So my seasonal depression is definitely on the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to be calling Makai in tears about how lonely I am. Please don't. I can't handle it. Not right <laughs> now. I got too much going on. Okay. Well... Do you want to go ahead and introduce this week's topic? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so this week we are talking about social media. Woo! Um, yes. Um, it's actually very coincidental. That's not the word. Coincid- What's the word? Coincidental? <laughs> Coincidence? Like co- coincidental? I don't know what you're trying to figure out. Okay. Um, it's very funny. It's very ironic because... Okay. I'm taking a media course, a media psychology course, and we're mm-hmm. talking about the impact social media has mm. on the brain, the different types of media, how it's evolved, marketing in it all. Mm-hmm. Very, very fun. Um, so yeah, I think just just for conversation's sake, we should just leave it there. It's about social media, you know, um, 
a few questions I had personally was like, when did when did y'all get on social media? Yo. I think I got, I think my first social media account was on Facebook. And mm. that was in, I have posts going back to either 2013 or 2011. If it was 2011, then I was in like the sixth grade. That's crazy. But I had changed my age. So I was like 22. Dang. When I was really like 11 or 12. <laughs> That's dangerous. And we was using Facebook like it was Twitter. That's the funny thing. Because yeah. Twitter had been out. Twitter had been out at this point. Instagram wasn't a thing. And if it was, it was still. I know y'all remember when Instagram was for art. Yeah. Yeah. People only were posting pictures of their art and I posted a picture of my art and then I start seeing selfies and stuff and I'm like, what is this app turning into? Yeah. Um, what about email? Like, I think mine was like, um, I think I was in seventh grade. So I want to say like 11. Yeah. Which was bad because I'm pretty sure I was like 18, 19 or something like that for my age. But yeah, I was like in seventh grade when I got on Facebook. So I think that was the first thing I got on. For me, I think my first social media, I don't know if it was Instagram or Snapchat, but I want to say it was Snapchat. And um, because I remember vividly getting Instagram and Avery being like, oh my God, why did you get that? So I think my first social media, quote unquote, was Snapchat. Um, I had to have been like fifth grade, sixth grade. That's so crazy. And so for me, I think if it's fifth or sixth grade, that's like nine. For me, because I'm on the younger side of things, I probably was nine or going on nine. Or I was nine, just like a newly nine-year-old, which is young. That's ridiculous. What was I thinking? (laughs) (laughs) But that's the thing. I feel like we existed in two separate realms back then where the adults were on their side of the app and we were on ours and hopefully you didn't interact with each other because i can imagine if mom and dad knew what facebook was back then and they knew that i was on it they might be like what's going on yeah they definitely wouldn't have been on snap they wouldn't have me be on instagram it helped it helped that we knew yeah it helped that we knew what the app was before they did and we could get on there and enjoy it did y'all ask when y'all got social medias no um I asked my mom and she said no. I did it anyway because, like, how is she gonna find out? You know. Yeah. So, so for me, because Avery had already had social media when I was getting on it, like starting it, i.e., Snap, I had just got Snap. Like it just was what it was. I didn't think to ask. Instagram, however, I felt like was such a big time in my life when I got that app. And when Avery was upset, I was like, oh my god, he gonna snitch. Like I thought it was a really big thing. So because of that, I never told my mom that I had it. It just started coming up in conversation and then like she didn't really do nothing or say nothing about it but I didn't ask either I definitely felt like I had to hide that like I don't know why mind you I don't even remember any of this I don't remember having a negative reaction I remember being scared that Avery was going to snitch and I was going to get beat <laughs> <laughs> for having an app that's that everybody so crazy had. that's yes. crazy just considering now I would be like why would I do that like I don't care literally I was horrified that's so wild. So how many people are on the media? And what does the media count as? Do you, like, is that on there? 
Because some people count YouTube as social media, and I just wonder because social, YouTube been around for years. Um, I don't think it is. I, think I don't think just, it is either. I think it's a form of a streaming platform. I think it used to be social media. Now it's not. I feel like if you if you consider a place where a forty a forty minute video can be considered normal, I think you I think it's safe to call it a streaming website. Granted, I appreciate that you can still upload shorter videos, but they are not the majority anymore. People want to get into the nitty gritty and hear what you have to say. Either one of y'all, I asked Abe how many people are on there, and he didn't give me the number. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Well, I just googled it, but I don't know your your number was different than mine. Google says that there are three point nine six billion people on social media right now. You said three point nine. Three point nine six billion. I thought you definitely said nine billion. No, I said three <laughs> three point nine six. Yeah, I definitely got eight billion. Um, <laughs> When I looked it up, however, 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 I would like to keep note that it said on the article, it includes um, active and inactive. So, well, I think mine was maybe, mine was maybe based on active users. What'd you say, Joy? So you were just talking about the account. My, that's what the article said. So um, there's 7.9 billion people on the planet. So that means about half of us have social media. Yep. That's pretty crazy. Oh, never mind. That might be political. Because aren't there places that don't have it, period? Yes. That's what I was going to say. I learned it today. Yes. In China, right, there's this thing that they have called the Great Firewall, and it's supposed to be, like, in reference to the Great Wall of China. And it's they have it set up. It's run by the government, and it's one app. It's called Tencent QQ. And it has all your text messaging, all your emails, all your social media. You can't access the news. You can't access all this other stuff. Do your research because I don't want to say the wrong thing. However, you can't access the things that we can access as Americans and I think other countries too. But as Americans, like regularly, just get on, look up something. They can't do, oh, there's no Wikipedia. They can't access that, which isn't the most reliable source ever. But just the idea that they can't like research whatever they want when they want to. Mm -hmm very freaky to find out in my opinion i thought that was kind of crazy i didn't know that was there and on the app that runs everything there's actual police like uh-uh. police mascots there's police Nor. on the apps and if they see you texting something crazy or Nor. looking up something crazy they're like they send a little message and they're like hey don't do that which i think oh is creepy. that's creepy no thank you if people could see what i looked up on the internet not to say that it's anything crazy, but it just is a little bit invasive. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need people all in my business in the mix like that. Yeah, I think that's kind of crazy. I think it's super, super, super weird. And I that's think it's different. And that's what kind of led to this being a topic because we had had a conversation about just like how much time we invest in social media. And what was more interesting was the perspectives kind of landed in different places where I felt like it was a hindrance. Whereas Makaya realized after trying to remove it, that it was more of <laughs> something that she needed to keep herself calm. Like <laughs> social media was, is, is something that's very different for each of us. Um, so I don't know. I feel like, I feel like that was kind of why I chose to do this social media challenge, which I don't know if you guys are necessarily ready to talk about that yet, but 
Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm down. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, uh, Makaya and I went to visit um, Trey, because I really can't call you by your name. We went we- to go visit would you say that That's now true. trey's gonna have to listen to this and That's cut that out. out yes i know <laughs> but trey if you can find over. if you can find the bleep sound effect and put that on there that would be so dope we, to put something on that, we we went to visit trey where he lives we ain't giving out no no locations here and while we were spending time together we realized that there was so much time spent during the day that we were like heads down <laughs> looking at our phones <laughs> like really not engaged with each other next at a uh, 90 degree angles yes all the time <laughs> and so in conversation we realized that maybe we needed a little bit of a break from social media and so leading up to new years we decided that the plan was to completely remove social media from our cell phones and take a break until february that was the original plan can we all agree (laughs) that that was the original plan? for sure and before before avery (laughs) continues i have to defend myself before you even i didn't even i didn't even come for you you're going to though and you're not technically going to be coming for me but i'm going to get offended so i'm defending myself okay um i had planned to do this I did. I, I will admit that I had planned to do this already, whether they were going to do it with me or not, because Same. I wanted to do it. I just wanted to do it. I wanted to try it. And I felt it was necessary because I could genuinely feel the effects the media was having on me. Mm-hmm. And um, when December 31st came around, I mean, that day, it maybe it was December 30th, too. But December 31st really came around. I was like, oh, my God, the new year is tomorrow. And then I thought about. <laughs> not having access to tiktok and and instagram i had already been off of social i meant off of snapchat for like a month um so that wasn't i wasn't really worried about that and facebook gets on my nerves because it's people from my hometown sorry y'all anyway um so i wasn't really beat for facebook or for snap but tiktok and instagram instagram might as well be my public journal and 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 tiktok entertainment tiktok hours before i go to bed are you kidding me are you kidding me i needed that i needed that for myself and i when it came down to it with the hype of the snowstorm and omicron running rampant my go-to was social media and the fact that that was being snatched from me in in the wake of all of that yeah i relapsed fourth day in fifth day i don't even know which day it was so going back to where we were in the story I'm just saying we got we got to December 31st and it settled in for all of us. All of us were having some adverse reactions to the fact that we were about to get rid of social media. Panic attacks. That's what he means. Now, both of you have the right to correct me if I'm wrong in this. So just stop me. But I believe I had deleted every app on at the turn of midnight. I believe Trey removed all the apps from his home screen or had you deleted them? Actually. After my initial attempt at this whole thing months back, I then deleted everything off my home screen. Uh-huh. I just got into a new habit of going to my app library and my socials always being sitting like right there. So my Instagram, my Snapchat, my Twitter, all that was still sitting there. So I just got used to going there. Okay. But they weren't deleted from the phone. Nah, it was still okay. on the phone. Still. And then Makaya. Absolutely not. Done? Absolutely not. All I did. <laughs> All I did 
let's put app limits on that i've been using app limits actually for like two years app limits work for me deleting the apps i feel like i'm in jail so <laughs> was never doing that even if i was still doing it by myself and we never agreed as a group to to do it was never deleting the apps off my screen <laughs> so and this snapchat um... was deleted though snapchat was the only one deleted i still have facebook on there and i don't even use twitter but that was on there that's also another thing that i'm not really be for but this was all because you say you had come on some hard times and you were like, I'm not about to give away the one thing that kind of just numbs the oh, mind. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I can definitely <laughs> put my mind on. <laughs> I can definitely put my mind on airplane mode when I'm on social media. I realize right. that most of the time I don't even think I pay attention. Like, like after again, I only been in a few weeks of classes, but in this media course, like there are some things that she's mentioned that I realize that I do. And part of that is when I'm, you know, before bed or in stressful situations, like we were in, I get on there to literally pass time. Like mine be fully on cruise control, airplane mode, whatever you want to call it. And it just is going and I won't be soaking in anything at all, but at the same time I am. So it's a duality to that. However, yeah, I definitely just get on there to just, vibe so what made you try to decide to take on the challenge bro um social media is a it's a wild place <laughs> for sure um there's a lot of things on there that i don't think people should see day to day and i was seeing them day to day um it's a lot of negativity a lot of weird things people and um i just needed to take a break so i could feel a little bit more normal because looking at a bunch of weird things started to make me feel weird so need to take a step back you know what i'm saying recenter myself mm-hmm. just take a break from the wild place that the internet can be at times yeah i can definitely say that for me um I was just starting to fall into um depression question mark <laughs> No, I was starting to fall into like a disillusion of reality based on what I was seeing on social media. And what I mean by that is I was comparing my life in real time to what other people's lives were or what they were doing on social media. So if I was chilling, felt like, you know, I wasn't really doing anything with my day and then I get on social media and I see that friends of mine are out partying or at dinner or doing this, that, and the third, I'm just like, why am I in a position where my life has limitations that don't allow me to do that? And then I start resenting my choices and it's just like, it was just getting heavy. It was starting to get heavy. And then just the, pr- the pressure at this age to start like doing like permanent things, like finding a relationship and then eventually getting married and then get kids. Like I'm 22. And although I'm very, very young, like I still feel that pressure starting to build up. And so it's just like seeing people who are in these relationships and have been in these relationships. It was just a lot. It was a lot. So I needed to delete them. So I completely deleted them from my phone. You know, before, okay, let me run it back. Hmm. 
What was the question that y'all were just answering? I got triggered. <laughs> <laughs> what What made you choose to do the challenge? Uh, um, back when I decided to do it, yeah, was <laughs> it was mm, everything to do with self appearance. Hated it. Hated my <laughs> hated my profile on Instagram. Um, I love my finsta. I am a person who has a finsta. Yes, finsta, and um. I just like my Finsta more and I'm realizing it's because I'm more true to myself on there straight up on my main account. I'm true to myself, like on my stories, obviously, but like on my account, those are the good moments only. Those are when I look hot all the time. You know what I mean? It's not like nothing super crazy, but I love my Finsta 10 out of 10 experience. Um, Anyway, just to hop out of that before I forget. I got triggered just now because like why are we expected to get off of it not that we're expected (laughs) but I feel like a lot of us in our generation are like oh we need to get off social media but like did y'all hear that hear what I got a notification I don't know what it was we're gonna play it out I'm just hoping that this thing doesn't stop recording anyway um so what was I saying oh I got triggered yeah I got triggered because all of us, we just said that we was 9, 10, and 11 years old when we got on social media. That is a developmental part of our life. What, like, how are we just going to strip away, at least easily, something that has been in our lives for so long? I guess the question is, are we trying to strip it away? I mean, I know the challenge was to strip it away, but are we trying to strip it away? Or are we just trying to moderate it so that it doesn't maintain some sort of control? I think it's... Up until this point, we really, well, we can see it here and there, but you really don't know how much control it has over you, like for real, until you try to take a break. Yeah. Right. And then once you've taken that break, you can kind of assess, okay, so how do I integrate this back into my life since it's a part of the society that we live in, but in a way that is healthier than where it was before? Because we are always going to be growing and you might grow to find a super healthy way to use it where you don't have to have limits or yeah. it might get to a point where you're like bruh i'm done with it like what's on there is on there and that will be my representation of myself on social media forever because i'm done i know people who don't have instagram accounts and i'm like how i think i'm getting there but that's sick but I see i love it i love I it love and it I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I'm about to start making content for the fun of making content. I'm not yes. trying to blow. Like, I want to make aesthetic videos of me waking up in the morning and doing my morning routine. Not because I care about anybody seeing it, but because the process of putting that video together and creating that aesthetic is fun to me. See, for me, for me, for me, for real, <clears throat> I want to like, on my, like on my main account, I want to delete everything. I thought about doing it in, in January. And um, well, it is January, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought I'm about dead. deleting it all, like deleting everything, deleting my stories and my highlights. And instead, I looked at it and I said, let me just delete a sum of it, because if I delete all of it, I'm going to look weird, which adds a whole nother layer to social media. Not having many pictures makes you look funny. But we're not even about to get into that right now. I'm just saying, like, I like I'm getting to a point where I'm just about to stop caring. Like, I don't post the pictures where I have certain hand gestures uh-huh. in the air, in the sky. Right. You know, but I want to because that is really true to me. If you know me, you know that mm. it's something I constantly do. I will walk in the house and say hand gesture. 
You know what I mean? Like, that's just me. It's a greeting. It's it's not offensive. If you take it that way, well, I'm just saying, like, but that's what I want to post. I don't want to post stuff that fits the structure of a main account. What is that? Right. But I do, and we'll continue. Like, it probably won't be for years until I get, like, the weird millennial post where they just post, keep calm, like, I'm in my 40s. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. I'm, when I get there, it's up, for real, for real. So, now I'm going to post what I want. So being being as honest, open, and transparent as you can be, is there any part of y'all that Loki does want your account to blow up in any way, shape, or form? Absolutely not. No. Word? <laughs> Uh no no oh cool. Nah you got it gang. I keep talking. Nah you can go ahead if you want to. Nah you got it. Oh all right well mainly because you know how I was saying how weird the internet can be at times. I just um even me as a person I'm not one for like a lot of like a whole lot of um like attention. I don't really like it. I like it from people that I like. And like people that I'm cool with, but like a whole bunch of people never really been one for that. So um, I guess you see certain things about like lifestyles that people start living after they like like become influencers and stuff. But other than that, that's a lot, bro. Like, right? I feel like the negatives out of that would outweigh the positives for me personally. So it can't um, be that. Oh, my fault. My fault. No, you straight. I was done. For me, 100%, uh, damn, that keeps happening. As soon as I start talking, what was the question? <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you, it's the same thing happened to me. Why does that keep happening? As soon as I have it up until I say, okay, mm-hmm. and then it I'm goes dead. away. I'm dead. I said, is there any part of you that hopes any of your accounts Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely not. Um, because for me, if I'm gonna blow up I want to blow up from a professional standpoint. So like with this, like I would like our hot podcast account to blow up. I would like, if we ever get there, YouTube, I would hope so. But YouTube, I would like to blow up on there because there's a certain level of like, I feel like control and like it's artificial enough to where like negative comments and obviously the things that would bother us as a group or me myself, if I like end up doing public speaking, recorded videos and all that stuff, it's, it's artificial enough. It's, it's so far out in the internet that it's like, oh, these aren't the people I know talking about me. You know what I mean? To a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Whereas on my Instagram, you know, for the first, I say like 2000 people that you might have follow you, it's going to be people, you know, or it's going to be mutual friends, uh, you know, stuff like that. I don't want my personal account on Instagram, even though it's not even personal, it's public. Well, it's private right now for certain reasons, but my public account, I don't want that to just blow up. And my reason is because when, uh, I commented, (laughs) I commented on a celebrity's post, which was, Billy Eilish and <laughs> on that post. This is crazy, and y'all are crazy. Mm-hmm. Y'all stands are crazy. No, they are. My poor sister. No, let me tell you something even, so traumatic. It wasn't, and this this is the thing. That's why I'm going to explain this whole thing. I commented on Billy Eilish post. It was last year, I think, in the summer or something. It was before I had my new bed, so it was that. Um, like y'all would know. Besides the point. Um, so I was, you know, one night she posted 
I'm like, oh my gosh, if you want me to marry you, just say that. I think that's what I said. I think that's what I said. I'm not even positive, but something like that, right? Uh, a good friend of mine, which isn't even like, you know, super close is Avery's friend, Michael, he commented under it. He was like, you know what, invite me to the wedding. And it was good for the first like eight comments. People was like, yeah, like I'm coming. If you need a singer, let me know. Like, you know how the comments be, it was good vibes. Then I got off, so, not, I mean, I got off Instagram for a second. I don't know what I did. Came back, a few thousand likes on my stuff and a few hundred comments. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it I started going crazy. through them. I started going through them. They were like, not you, you fat B-word, all this other stuff. <laughs> Yo, they was on <laughs> her head. They was really on my head. They was like, Billy is too good for you, all this other stuff. And I'm not even mad at that. I really wasn't even hurt in the moment. I just couldn't believe that my comment was seen that right. much. Like I wasn't even, I did not take it personally at all. I just was so uncomfortable that people could see it. And then it hit me that whoever of my mutual friends followed Billy Eilish probably saw my comment. And then I'm like, probably. oh my God, <laughs> I'm exposed. And that's where I was uncomfortable. I wasn't even uncomfortable in my comment because I thought I could hide in that case behind the screen. But then people started liking it and it was the most like common until I deleted it. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was it was a weird experience. And for that reason, I wouldn't want my personal account to blow up. Absolutely I feel not. like the reason the reason that the part of me would want it to blow up is because I I feel like through all of the things that you all discussed that I agree with. And that is why I wouldn't want mine to blow up. Then on the other side of that, I really genuinely feel like I have a message. and. I have like purpose that I need to share with other people. And so the content that I'm producing, I would want to reach as many people as possible with said message once I figure out what that is. But outside of that, of course, no, not really. But that is the part of me that would, is the part of me that wants to spread my message. I would love to be able to create a brand um, that is, you know, kind of feeding itself just because people truly vibe with and resonate with what I'm putting out there. But otherwise it is very, very, very vulnerable thing to allow everybody access to you in that way. So it's a big commitment. I think that's interesting because we all have separate views. Avery, yours is more, yours is you would like to blow up for you being you like like wholeheartedly you Trey is like nah like I don't want no smoke at all and then there's me it's like 50 50 like because I got like I said I said you know professionally and you know for my psych stuff sure but for what I just want to get on social media and say or repost or whatever no like no so I think that's that's like I don't know that's just really cool considering we all got on at the same time and we probably all see different stuff for the most part. So yeah. I think that's 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 just cool to see that we all have different opinions. So, I mean, the real question is when you do a challenge like this, you know, once it's over with, do you really get anything from it? And that's kind of the question I'll pose next is regardless of how you conducted yourself during the course of this month, do you feel like there's anything that you learned from it or anything that was kind of revealed to you while you took this time? I think the main difference I felt, um, I don't even know if this is that, but like energy, 
like and not energy and like oh my god I feel your energy it's so wavy not that like energy as in like genuine like drive to do stuff in a day energy felt a difference in that and it's not 100% noticeable um, um you know if you're on social media daily you know or you know freely I should say because in our case I in my case rather I was on it daily it's just for two hours so which is the average so I didn't even really help me myself that's the average time people have like across the board based off of surveys and stuff that's the average time it's like two hours and 45 minutes but I I find that like in that in that however many day span where I had no social media at all and then I went to two two hours I felt like a shift in my brain that was just like, almost like it, it really, if that's what an addiction feels like, it's crazy because it's definitely, it definitely felt like, oh, I'm not really trying to get on there for real, but I don't want to miss nothing. I don't want to like miss an opportunity to laugh or almost a small, a thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Almost like a, it, it was like, a, um, like, it just is the best way to describe it is a craving 100% because once I'm on the app, once I get the high quote unquote, I just don't care for it. Like once I'm on there after about like on my, on Instagram timeline, like the third slide, it doesn't, I don't even get to four. I'm done. I go through people's stories, but once I get through my close friends, I'm done. And I get off. I'm not even on there for a long period of time. Like in one sitting, the longest that I'm on my app is, is like TikTok essentially, but even TikTok for, I'm starting to get shorter and shorter time. When I first got on TikTok, I would used to watch whole videos. Once I'm done, like, and I'm fed up, like it's just next and next. And once I do a few swipes, I'm off the app. Like, it's just a matter of there's something so satisfying about being able to get on the app more so than what's on the app. I find in myself and I like having the freedom to get on the app. That's my answer. I'm definitely kind of on the same thing like that. Like after I gave myself the two hour, um, like the two hour limit, instead of like not getting on it at all, I found myself only being on it for like five, 10 minutes anyway. Cause I'll get on there and be like, dang, I was doing all of this, feeling like I was missing out on a lot. And I wasn't missing out on nothing. Nothing. Like get on there for two minutes, look at a couple stories and get off. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I, I still have slowed down. I don't post nearly as much of my story that I did because I have been watching myself because y'all brought that to my attention that I post something every day and I didn't know that. So, and I've only been on my main account. I've only been posting, like reposting stuff, basketball players, NFL related stuff, you know, news, but I'm really trying to restrain myself. Yeah. Well, I know for me, well, first of all, my first realization comes from the fact that I quit cold turkey and by like the second week, <laughs> I had already redownloaded Instagram because somebody had sent me something, but they didn't send it to my phone. They sent it to my Instagram. So I used that as an excuse to redownload it to go check their DM. But then I saw all the DMs from New Year's and I was like, oh man, now I want to go and look at these. But I don't have like, I don't think you can turn off your read receipts on on Instagram. So now everybody didn't see that I look, so I have to reply. 
So that just kind of was like a spiral. And it got to the point where I kept, you know, re-downloading, then deleting, re-downloading, deleting. And Makai would be like, why are you doing that? Like, you can just remove it from your home screen. And I was like, no. No, no, no that's not what Or you I said, said do limits. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, like, I want to be off of the app. I want to be off of the app. And so I say all this to say that getting back on, yes, you fear that like you're giving too much time or that it's mindless to send it there. But at the same time, it's like all of the negative stuff that I attributed to social media was more so a reflection of me and like issues that I have, not an issue that social media is creating. So me comparing myself to other people. Yeah, social media is a platform where I can see other people to compare myself to, but the comparing comes from an insecurity, not because social media is some evil demented thing that's changing the way that I view myself. I just think that it gives you access to conventional beauty if you have body or face insecurities or it connects you to people who have careers or lives that maybe you saw yourself with at this point in your life, whatever the case may be. And that's what makes it hard. But if you can get to a point where you understand who you are and where you're going and social media shouldn't have that type of pull on you anyway. 100%. So I have, I have, I have two questions. Well, I have two points. One is a question. And then the other one's a question, but it comes with a little bit of an explanation. So my first question is what is y'all's favorite part about social media? It could be about any app. It doesn't have to be specific all, all across the board. Like it doesn't have to be like all across the board. It can be one thing about one app, but that's just the one thing that you enjoy the most. Like, what is it for sure? What does it? I'm so curious. Even though it's been a minute since I've like looked at it myself, I think a lot of people would be on the bandwagon to say that the comment section on videos, posts, <laughs> tweets, all of that, the comment section is undefeated. Some people's replies to stuff be way funnier than like the initial post. For sure. I can tell you right now. I love what I love about Instagram <laughs> specifically. I love story replies. I yes. love I love them. If I post something <laughs> and somebody and it's a piece eye. of my mind, if it's something that's a piece of my mind and somebody engages me in the dialogue. Yes. Or if I post a picture where I was feeling myself a little bit and I ain't really say nothing about the picture and people are commenting and this, that, and third, I'm not going to lie. The attention feels good. But that's the thing. Like, I feel bad that I'm even like so excited about that attention because there was one time where somebody commented something that wasn't positive and that ruined my day. I wanted to delete it. Well, now, see, I'm about to get triggered. I'll have to tell y'all offline because if no, I say, no, no, give me I a say, clue. No, I can't. Because if I say what it is and this person is listening, they're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. And they're going to be like, why? Forget that, bro. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We'll talk about it. Start a brawl. No, it's cool. It's cool. I just want want to know if you know if the shoe fits and what my brother's talking about, I got smoke and I got beef. Don't, don't, don't. Because why? I'm about to get triggered. Let me not. Let me not. I'm dead. I'm dead. (laughs) Bring it back down. Let me bring it back down. Okay. So. I think my favorite thing on social media or of of social media, it's really hard because there's I have two top favorites, but y'all said one, so I'm gonna stick to one. Um is it's the put me on feature 
type of thing. Like you could hear music in the background of a video and you're like, dang, what was that? And then you look it up and you find that, or, you know, when people post like, you know, recommendations with like the breakdowns of the movies that you can't get when you just look it up on the internet and it's like real surface level. Like, I love the idea that people can just constantly put you on and they might not even know it. Like it could be completely stranger. It could be passed on through the stories on Instagram. We all know TikTok is the the queen of put me on app. Right. But I love the idea of being put me on. And it can be anything again, from movies to music to just videos. Like you said, like you talk about those videos where you want to, um, you know, record waking up and all that. I love that stuff. I love, I love seeing that. I love that. I love hearing podcasts, anything where you can put me on, put me on. I that's my favorite feature. Just sharing for sure. Okay. Now segue right into this next thing. And I wasn't going to bring this up, but I just want to know if y'all have experienced this. So I learned today in a class, there's like two there's three types of effects or two there's two categories of effects um and then there's like a breakdown there's a sub area and um one part is called wishful identification so that just means there's someone in the media that you love um you really like you admire and you wish you were them um and then there's the parasocial relationship which um is more related to construct. And it basically means that that person is really intimate on social media, meaning not in a relationship, but they post everything. They post everything. They post their kids, their baby dad, their baby mom, you know, their relationship, you know, I mean, everything. Like you could know everything about them based off of their social media. And basically you create a friendship with them, but they know nothing about you on the other end of it so I just want to know like one what's your opinions on that do you think that's really common and have you seen it and then two what have you experienced it at all in your life at any time between we've had social media to now and you said this is someone who I feel like I have a real connection with even though I don't because of how I've been able to follow them on their social media essentially yes um answering one question yeah I do see it a lot what, what part? The both of them? The, or uh, like yeah, the one with the loving somebody and wanting to be with them? Be them, I meant? No, not the one to be them. The one that like building a relationship with some, like a one-sided relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see that a lot because we've seen a lot of people reposting celebrities. As yep. You would think they was friends in real life. Yep. Bruh, I give birthday shout outs to Beyonce. Me too. Every year. Consistent. Yeah, like now and then we fall into it ourselves. But. For sure. Yeah. Now I didn't repost Rihanna's pregnancy. Um, I didn't either. But you see, and people are saying Ooh. congratulations. I have a hot take on that. Yes. Okay. So, so the tea is, and I'm going to get hate for this. If people actually listen, I'm going to get smoke for this. No. no, 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 it's not like that. I didn't repost Rihanna's um congratulations of being pregnant because I never really been with Rihanna like that ever. Everybody loves Rihanna, right? 
everybody loves Rihanna. Rihanna is like not the baby, but she's like that girl, like period. I am not denying that. I don't hate Rihanna. I don't despise her. I like her music. I like what she's I like. <laughs> I have to clarify because people are going to think, oh, you must hate her. Like, no, no, I don't hate her. I love what she's doing. I love that she had this clothesline. Like, she really up and she she kicked Victoria's Secret to the curb with Savage X Fenty and made it for both genders. Like, that's 10 out of 10. You know what I mean? So where she's are you doing, going? I'm saying that I don't know why I don't bang with her. And it's not even I don't bang with her. It's just I'm not beat over Rihanna. So you know what I mean? Like, there's some people that I'm beat. Like, if it comes up on my feed, like, I want to read the article about it. Like, I want to do all the research that I basically can on it. Rihanna has never, mm -mm. like, it takes me a minute to get to Rihanna. I don't know why. I don't know why. It might have originated in high school when I was forced to do a debate about Rihanna. Mm -hmm. And um, it was in comparison to Beyonce. And then I got emotional, obviously, you know, <laughs> but for sure. Cause they tried to come for Beyonce. Don't do that. Cause I wasn't coming at Rihanna crazy. They was coming for Beyonce's neck. And so I think I got offend offended and I think mm -hmm. I internalized that. And since I have just kind of been like distant from Rihanna, like it, it's not, again, it's not a thing of a hate or anything like that. I respect and love her music. I have since I was younger, it's just, Rihanna's over there. I just kind of am like six feet away. Wow. She said we're social distancing from Rihanna. And I only mention this because that just goes to show that quote unquote parasocial relationship where because I don't feel quote unquote close to her, I didn't re repost or basically say congratulations for her being pregnant, even mm -hmm. though I've been waiting for the news because I wanted to know so bad if she was pregnant. And now to see it, it's just like, oh, finally. But, yeah. you know, just small things like that. Like, I just wasn't beat. That was my hot take. Wow. For the day. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Couldn't have seen that coming from him, by the way. Where did you, did you answer yours? Like, did you, how do you feel about the whole parasocial relationship I never wanted to be anyone but i've definitely wanted access to people's closets i don't i'm not afraid to admit <laughs> that like i just see some yeah well it's more so i wish i saw clothes the way that they did so that i could put the, the looks together myself i'm not mm. saying that i want what they have so much as i wish i had acquired the taste that they have because that's that's my biggest achilles heel when it comes to social media is fashion and if i see something that i like and I can find some iteration of, like, I'll probably buy it. Right. And those Instagram ads be getting me. I don't know about y'all, but I have definitely bought stuff from Instagram ads before. They're too accurate. They're too accurate. They know exactly what you want. They know what I want. They know what I've been talking about, but we won't even go there. We won't even go there. Does that not sound like seduction? Yeah, I don't I'm know. Getting ads from other people's purchases. That don't even make no sense. Nothing will spook me more than the Six Flags story, period period so 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 my take um this is from personal experience definitely have experienced parasocial relationship um it probably would have been beyonce first but sis kept her life on the lock so i could only get so much 
Um, <laughs> and that's just because I, again, I, that's like the definition I admire. And I, you know, I tried to get what I could, like, it would have been a parasocial relationship if she was like other celebrities nowadays who post everything, but she doesn't. So, you know, me and her are very distant, you know, long-term, long-term relationship for sure. Um, however, the most recent, definitely Billie Eilish. 10 out of 10. Now, my thing is about it, it has calmed down. And if I'm looking at it correctly, the the peak of it was when I was locked in the house, i.e. COVID. And it was the peak of COVID. That's when I found out about Billy and really got into her. And since then, since like 2021, early summer, so like a year after I got into her, or like officially, and then to now, it has thinned out over time. Um, I used to look at her page all the time because I was bored. I was really inspired by her. I wanted to see everything she was posting. Like, I genuinely felt like one day we were going to be friends. And maybe that's, maybe it'll happen. Who knows? I doubt it. But it definitely felt so real. Like, it felt like, dang, like, I really get this girl. (laughs) I Like, it really felt like that. But I don't feel like that now. And that's me back in society that's me going to classes that's me seeing people hanging out with people when I was locked in my room you know that's all I had mm-hmm. like so I just wonder if that like I mean it had that played a role since the the correlation definitely. makes sense but that definitely has been I've never wanted to be anybody the, I think the closest like I used to like a small part of me was to say I wanted to be Beyonce but I don't I don't because then who would I enjoy like Beyonce so because of that, in my mind, I was like, no, Beyonce has to be Beyonce because I'm trying to see Beyonce perform and stuff like it can't be her. I never, ever fully wanted to be anybody else. I think everybody's weird. That's my own personal opinion. Fair. So do we have any final thoughts, meditations, comments, concerns, or otherwise about the lovely social media? Benediction. Overall, like I like what you said earlier about um I can't blame social media for how I react to it. So like of course it's a tool that I can see like into everybody else's life, but that don't mean I gotta necessarily compare myself. I guess at some point we do gotta hold ourselves accountable and how we even use our social media and like how we perceive things on there. So I would agree because I feel like we have to remember that like each of us take up space. And what I mean by that is one person or the next person might have a big following, but they take just, they take up just as much space in this world as I do as a person. Now our things and our property and all that stuff might extend what that space looks like, but anybody can be on any level of social media in terms of who they are and how popular they become. It's just a matter of, you know, what are you willing to give to get it if you work for it or what situation or lifestyle do you have to be living to where you can kind of fall into it via a viral situation? You know what I mean? Cause I don't know if y'all noticed like any person who's ever gone viral for something silly or otherwise on social media ends up pushing that and trying to make money off of it, or they start trying to be an influencer off of one video. And there's nothing wrong with it. Ooh, 
tomatoes. Oh tomatoes. my god. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Clearly, Ooh, I think does. it's corny. Know your place. You're saying if you go viral, take that, take your 15 minutes of fame, and then keep it pushing. It, okay, let me take it back. It depends. It depends on the situation. I was about to say. So, but here's the difference, though, right? If it's accidental, then you can push it because it's an opportunity. It's open window. Take it. You know what I mean? But I think the difference is making videos for forever, posting right. them for forever, and then you finally hit versus, mm. oh, you just bullshit. And then, you know, oh, viral like <laughs> I'm like what like, is she saying you know what I mean but like I don't know how to explain it like alright prime example like for me I don't make videos on TikTok the videos I have posted there's only been like three and I deleted the other two there's only one sitting on there and it's only for me and my friends say tonight we get off this call and I'm like oh I'm about to post me doing something whether it be a cute little thirst trap or it be something funny <laughs> you know what I mean that's one video that has the public has seen and I could give, you know, viral for that. And especially on TikTok, it's the algorithm. You know what I mean? You don't have control of that. There are people who have really want this and work for it. I don't want that. I don't want to be known for that. That's the difference. If you don't, if you didn't have in your mind, I feel to be viral and to be, you know, making money off of your platform and stuff, don't switch it now just because you got viral off of one video. But people who have been uploading it and that was their goal, I I think they do, are the ones that deserve it. Like I see people with good content all the time that don't get it versus the people who are just bullshitting and, and, and they just all over the place. Now it's also unfortunate when you see them people who were putting in that work and they were like posting the content, then like one of their videos go viral. Then you see like a whole content shift to like that being their thing. To where they're not even making like content how they used to anymore. exactly that's what i hate i'm because like if you got popular me. yeah because if you got popular for doing the renegade dance i don't want to see every single post be you doing the renegade dance you know over, and over, and over again she's a runner she's a track star don't get me started like you i can think I mean? of all the examples Literally. it's annoying it's giving pick me it's pick me pick me pick me please <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I hate oh it. God. It makes me so mad. <laughs> I just like, feel girl, like you were not doing that before, please. I just feel like, you know, if you get access to an audience, you should continue to be yourself. And if they That's bang with it, conversation. if they bang with it, they bang with it. If they don't, they don't. Straight like those. And you have to know when the, well, I'm not going to talk about that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. Love it. I feel like I pissed enough people off with my Rihanna comment. I'm dead. I'm sure you is, did. I'm sure that anybody who was about to subscribe to the show definitely changed their mind. Y'all can judge me. I don't care. That, I do that's this. Just that. that's I just do that. this. I'm used to being hated on. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was trying to think, do I have any hot takes? I'm trying to think of a hot take. I feel like I had one, but it's not really a hot take. It's more so just me being... <laughs> Maybe my hot surprised. takes, unless unless I'm like going through something, my hot takes are going to be very much so light, just because I want them to be like opinions that I have that like nobody would ever really think of. Like, okay, one that might not necessarily be a hot take, but that I'm very serious about is that I feel like, as it pertains to holiday season, since we wrapped that about a month ago, the build up to the holiday is better than the holiday itself. Period. 
So every day leading up to Christmas is what makes Christmas fun, not Christmas Day. Even, honestly, even opening the presents, like the anticipation is more fun than getting up and opening the presents. Because our like Thanksgiving Day, I can't tell you the amount of times I'd be like, bro, this is so boring. But like, but the food is good. Yeah, but I'm saying like, just thinking about like how much fun we have around Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day is kind of just like, I guess the star is the food. Yeah. This Thanksgiving was fun because we played games and stuff, but years past it'd be like, I put on this this set from Timberland. This itchy set from Timberland to go sit and eat. Yo. <laughs> but Christmas is fun though with the games and stuff. So I don't know. I guess I don't know. I don't want to be a hypocrite about what I just said, but no. No. The buildup is more fun. fun. No, it's the I'm same not saying that it's not fun, even though I did make a lackluster comment, but like just in comparison, like yeah, up to Christmas, it's like, oh, I can't wait, can't wait. Then it gets there, and you're like, dang, I'm gone. My other hot take would be that cinnamon flavored pastries just aren't that good. Whoa. Oh my god, they're horrible. As far as what, like, everybody, like... no, don't even say it. Trey talking, talking about cinna, uh, cinnabon. No, I'm just asking. I'm thinking about like like cinnamon flavored pop tarts. They're disgusting. Brown sugar cinnamon. That's crazy that you feel like that's not good. They're nasty, bro. And then that's that's stretching. It's not. They're nasty. And then the other thing that I don't like is the the funny part about Auntie Anne's is I like it for the first half, but by the time I get halfway through the bites, I'm dehydrated. I'm dehydrated and my mouth is just blown to smithereens. Like <laughs> my mouth is falling apart because of the rocks that have been going up against my tongue and my and my inner cheeks. And it's just too much. And when I think about Cinnabon, okay, Cinnabon's probably the only one that I would probably leave alone. But when I just think about cinnamon, I'm like, dang, that flavor is so strong. I mean, think about the cinnamon challenge, what that did to people. I just remember like not having no spit in my mouth. And like I would never eat cinnamon toast crunch. Oh my god. What? I had a phase and said. it's nasty. I had a phase. I had a phase. Yeah. It is. And it's painful. Hot take. I'm being honest, open transparent. And that's nasty. No, it's that's painful. Valid, but I don't know about that. I'm just I'm just I'm just putting it out there. Something new every day, bro. I didn't know y'all was like that. Hating on cinnamon, that's crazy. Well, I think I have a hot take. Sure, you have a hot take, you can go. Cause I already. Nah, if I say a hot take, I'll get canceled. Bro. <laughs> uh, I'm my cancel ammo, bro. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that right now. Though. I feel people these days only get dressed up for the picture when they're going out, and not to look good. That's so crazy. crazy. I don't even know if that's a hot take, but. The fact that I'm not judging. I just want to make that clear. Because aren't I'm not you judging. one of them too? Like, aren't we all that way a little bit? Not anymore. I will But you've been there. Before. I have been there, but way in the past. Oh, I'll keep it real. If I know I'm trying to get some, like, pics off, if I'm going somewhere, I dress like I'm trying to get some pics off. I've dressed for a photo shoot, but I can't genuinely say that I dressed for a picture. Because I don't care about the picture. I do care about yeah. something else. I, I think I did, 
I did. I used to dress for the picture in high school, 100%. But that was also my peak femininity. And that was my peak. I care about what everybody has to say. Putting on makeup every day, shave every weekend. Would never put myself through that type of pain again. Um, But like nowadays, if I get a picture, cool. But like, if I don't, okay. Because either way, I'm wearing the fit again. I don't have enough money to just wear it and be done. (laughs) So it don't matter. Like now something like my birthday and like we go out to eat or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Let me get a birthday pic. But, and and this is coming from somebody who likes pictures just for the memory of it. And like, you know, just has pictures on pictures on deck, like all the time. But I feel like once you start doing stuff for the picture, meaning the picture for social media, it's social media related. If you're only going getting dressed because you know people outside of who you're going out with is going to see it, I don't know. That just feels like a stretch. And I feel like it's a psychological issue. <laughs> no, I'm playing. It's, I don't know. I just think it is a little, it's off. I don't even know if I can say it's strange because social media is so normal in our in our generation. But what's abnormal isn't even abnormal anymore. So it's just like, you know whatever but I definitely feel like it's it's it can be problematic um what I wear a lot of the time is an outward expression of what is going on in my head like for sure I I need to I I agree I dress to feel good so oh I don't dress like that when I whatever I I'm just saying like when I I know I know I was I was agreeing and then you you said just I was like oh I don't agree (laughs) go ahead sorry I don't know I feel like the clothes I wear help with my confidence. And if so if I like what I'm wearing, I can step out. And that's the thing, like anything that you wear, it's about how you wear it. Like mm. when you look at what, like, okay, you look at the, what the people on Euphoria wear, whether you watch the show or not, you've seen memes and you see how crazy some of these characters are styled. But we don't question it because it's how the characters are wearing it. If any of them didn't look confident or if any of them looked like it wasn't meant for them to have those clothes on, I think we'd be able to tell. And you can always tell when somebody, I think like, you know, in high school, like homecoming and prom are the best examples of times where people were really out of their element in terms of being dressed up for, for a formal event and how uncomfortable that made some people. You do it anyway, because that's what's required of you. But if you're not comfortable in it, you're not comfortable in it. And when that reads, you don't look bad, but you can tell that a person isn't comfortable in what they have on. I agree. I think for me, I dress depending on how I feel. Um, so like today I have on camo pants. I wore Tim's. I did not tie them. So I'm going to deceive. We're over to episode time, the just for conversation sake. Uh, yeah, I wore, I wore my camo pants. And then my Tim's weren't tied. Had on, I had a bun in all day. I had my hood up and I had my hoops in and my chains on with a puffer. You felt like a rebel. I felt like a rebel. I felt like, it, 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 you know what it is? Since we talked about it last semester, it was an appearance thing. I wanted my professors to get this illusion of a black girl, like possibly. I mean, we live in a new age, so they might be more accepting. But, you know, a few years ago, black girl coming in like that, with makeup on, they like, oh, she might be, she probably don't care. She got like, you know, certain opinions. But what came out of my mouth, completely different. 
So it was completely, it was just for the fun of it. It was definitely like, I'm here. Again, that's what that was. But I already was planning while I was sitting in class. I was like, on Thursday, I'll probably wear something a little bit more um, feminine, you know, appealing. I don't even know if this counts as necessarily mask, but it definitely gives rebel. Um, But on Thursday, I'm probably going to wear jeans or khakis with a sweater and, you know, lip gloss, stuff like that. Definitely depends on that. That's how I'm gonna feel. That's me right now. Like I know that on Thursday I'm gonna feel like that, or I'm manifesting it, which isn't even. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Content episode. Come back. Well, thank you for tuning in to the first episode of the Hot Podcast. We hope that you come back with and join us the next time. Um, and yeah, we we're playing with the format. We're getting ourselves together, but we're here. And uh, we're excited. So we'll check you next time.